0: from school, they return tomorrow after almost a year and a half of learning from home. Facing the devastating news out of Afghanistan and Haiti. Seeing COVID numbers rise and hearing from exhausted and angry medical staff. The governors fight to put our children in increased danger. Attack after attack on voting rights. Permitless carry. People who Choices than they do about the community. Systemic racism, abuse of our planet and our people, and They begin a musical onslaught of every militaristic church song I've ever learned, and there are a lot of them. Onward Christian soldiers marching as to war. I'm in the Lord's army, yes, sir. I can keep going. So I have very often taken a hard pass on crafting proclamations from verses like these. But here's the thing like so many. There is needed an important truth here. I was missing the metaphor. I was so caught up in the militaristic imagery that I failed to see that this passage is not about despite evidence that a third of them will die prematurely from smoke-related illnesses. A dictator wages war against his own citizens in order to maintain his grasp on power. A contractor pays off a building inspector so he can violate code and put up a shoddy and possibly unsafe structure. A power plant exposes its employees to radioactive poisoning. The employee who attempts to document these safety infractions is forced off the road by another car and dies. All her documents are missing. We continues, but the powers aren't always brutal. Some people. More a complex. know, oh, oh how we know that the powers can work for evil. Racism, patriarchy, homophobia, greed, and hatred, bigotry, ignorance, and fear, these two are principalities and powers at work in the world. It is these powers that poison, cleanse water, and the force air, that separate families at the border that have still not been reunited hundreds of children still are not perfect with their parents? Times in every prayer and supplication, that in the end, keep alert and always persevere. The author of Ephesians co opts a violent image. He takes the image of a Roman soldier, an image that in their time would strike fear. Christians were routinely arrested, beaten, murdered. And he turns this image of the Roman soldier who turns it on its head. Facing a fully armored soldier, the oppressed would have felt powerless, defenseless. No, this writer says, no. You are not weak. You are covered in the armor of God. We demand it by loving our enemies or nation or church or school, not blindly, but critically, calling them back time and time again to their own highest self-professed ideals and identities. When the powers are used for evil, we must call them out and demand they change. When systemic racism, generational oppression, institutionalized poverty, the seductive promises of violence that might it's right. And uh-huh. our hearts, with the shoes of peace and the shield of faith already on, now we place the helmet of salvation on our heads, ready to do the work of freedom, we take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, the living Word of God, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, that's the tool we wield. My friends, this armor can be heavy